Great pleasure to welcome Anthony English, the co-founder at Freedom One uh, to What's Next. And uh, uh, welcome to you, Anthony. It's great to have you with us and congratulations. I see that you you and your, your, your co-founder, Lizette Creel, have just been awarded the Women in Entrepreneurship Award, uh, which, which is fantastic. And we're going to touch on all of that. And uh, you guys have actually won quite a few awards. So we're going to just get through those. But before we go into any of the awards, tell me about Freedom One um, and, and what do you guys do exactly? All right. So Freedom One is a brand that's been around since 2012. And uh, we, we first started with a, a mission to uh, convert electric vehicle or vehicles to electric, should I say. And we did many projects uh, in the game industry for game drives um, and, uh, and also boats uh, for silent uh, boat cruisers. And uh, well, it, it, it really uh, morphed from there into this large uh, energy storage company we have today where we are uh, producing lithium batteries uh, for residential all the way through commercial and up to industrial and it really came about in the days when we figured out the the the, the, the really great performance of the lithium ion phosphate technology uh, from our experience with the vehicles and uh, the our prediction that South Africa would become more and more uh, reliant on alternative uh, sources of energy and, and as we've seen today our prediction was more than correct. So we've been wow. scaling up all these years to meet the demand. <laughs> so, so our lithium batteries essentially go into uh, renewable energy projects. So uh, mostly solar, uh, residential solar with battery storage, commercial uh, solar with battery storage, um, and right through to industrial factories, etc. That's fantastic. Listen, you're talking my language. It's something I'm very passionate about. Um, very passionate about electric vehicles and the lithium-ion battery technology is for me uh, so intriguing uh, and and in many ways it's misunderstood right uh, the difference between you know your normal batteries that you have in a in a traditional uh, you know inverter should we call it or a traditional ups is very different to lithium iron um, and there's a price difference to that which uh, you you know once you start using lithium iron you will appreciate why you're spending the extra money on lithium ion. And as we're talking right now, uh, there's load shedding going on, and uh, this particular interview is being powered by lithium ion batteries. So uh, uh, it's, um, I don't know if you organized the load shedding to coincide with our chat, but this is what's happening right now from an energy point of view. Um, and I alluded to the fact that you guys have won a few awards, and which is fantastic. And what does it mean? For Freedom One to have won the Sunia Shapeshifter and Women Entrepreneurship Awards and be recognized as a leader in the renewable industry. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's so important to us. Uh, we were really uh, honored uh, by the nominations from Sanya. And then, in fact, yesterday uh, we went to the award uh, ceremony and uh, we, we, lo and behold, we won two awards. And, wow. Uh, First of all, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was the, the premium award uh, for the shape shifter of the year, essentially, and also um, Lizette won for the entrepreneurship in, uh, by a woman um, in the, the renewable energy space. And, uh, well, she certainly deserved that. It's 10 years uh, in the making for her. Um, she's done a lot of hard work over the years building uh, Freedom One's brand and educating the market through various channels. 
And um, well, it culminates in, in Freedom One's uh, award as a shapeshifter, which is so important to us because it, it's, it means that we're being recognized for the work we're doing in contributing to solving the energy crisis here in South Africa through, well, through really uh, mobilizing the, 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 the industry over the last 10 years and through our, project, our products and technology. Oh, well, listen, congratulations. And uh, you were talking about this earlier, and Anthony, and your company is 10 years old. Um, and I imagine that 10 years ago, when you started talking about lithium-ion batteries and renewable energy, it was a totally different conversation to what it is today, right? Uh, talk to me about the challenges and highlights mm. through this journey, and, and what are your goals for the next 10 years? Okay, absolutely. So... The technology was very expensive in the early 2000s, which is when I first started monitoring it. And, um, you know, in those days it was really only viable for electric vehicles where the, the premium cost uh, could be, well, let's say, accommodated. Um, but, uh, you know, as time went on, uh, the prices came down and our, our, our job became a lot easier. Initially, it was uh, really early adopters that uh, adopted the lithium technology. Um, they saw the longer term. Uh, it, it's 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 a more expensive capital-wise, as you indicated earlier, compared to lead-acid batteries. But in the longer term, the cost is substantially less. And um, well, the, the lithium prices uh, or the cost of batteries came down significantly around 2017 and 2018. And uh, you know, by that stage, the market was very much um, on the lithium uh, boat. And, uh, and in terms of the long, uh, you know, the, the long-term life and overall the long-term cost of ownership, uh, and, and of course the performance of, of the lithium batteries, the efficiencies are very high, the charge rates are very high. Um, so then the lithium became mainstream in, in 2018, um, mm. essentially, um, and lead acid uh, sort of fell away uh, in, in most cases, became obsolete. Yeah. But I mean, lithium is a, a fascinating technology, and I've been learning a lot about it over the years. But it's also quite a dangerous, uh, uh, you know, technology as well. You know, from the heating point of view, and you know, you often hear these stories. But when it's in a safe environment, um, as because you know, you find lithium-ion batteries in all electric vehicles today. Um, it, I imagine producing it here in South Africa—that's that, quite extraordinary. How do you guys get about that? Where, and tell us a little bit about your factory and your production here. Oh yes, okay. So uh, for Freedom One, it's always been important to maximize the local content because uh, as much of a mission it is for us to, to get the world onto renewable energy, it's also a, a big mission for us to um, support, help support the South African economy. Um, mm. And uh, right from the early days, we decided that we wanted to produce locally so that we could create jobs and, and provide skills upliftment. Um, and our factory is uh, in Honeydew uh, on the West Rand, and uh, we occupy uh, from, in fact, uh, a new building now is added, so we occupy from January uh, 15,000 square meters. And uh, we produce at the moment uh, up to 50 megawatt hours of batteries per month. Wow. And we have three production lines. Yeah, three production lines and uh, and uh, 330 employees. 
and uh, the, the main uh, employee base is about uh, assembling the batteries. So we actually import the lithium cells, the lithium ion phosphate cells, and they come from a high quality manufacturer in China. Um, but then everything else is done here. We manufacture the casings, we, uh, you know, the, the, the cable harnesses, the bus bars, um, the modules uh, that, that the lithium cells go into, um, and, and that's all done in-house. So we are maximizing the local content as much as possible, um, and it also gives us a little bit uh, more versatility in, in supplying the local market with products that we design, that we can design quickly and make uh, changes to as the market demands. You mentioned the safety, you mentioned the safety aspects, so I just wanted to touch on that. Um, so LifePO4 is a very safe lithium technology to start with, um, but of course it's very important that the, the structural integrity of the battery is, is uh, at, at the required level in terms of the cells are retained correctly, there's no, you know, there's no risk of, uh, of external damage, the, the bus bars uh, are adequately fastened and sized. But uh, at the end of the day the management of the battery is what's key and that comes from the battery management system. And uh, Freedom One uh, uses uh, one of the most advanced battery management systems in the world, which we uh, have made uh, in the USA by our BMS partner. Okay, so I mean, uh, absolute safety when it comes to using these batteries, which is which is fantastic, you know. And uh, of course, it is the uh, the technology that's been used the most uh, when it comes to renewable energy and storing energy globally. It's all lithium iron, and uh, it's great that you've got this production here happening in South Africa. Now, we touched on this earlier, you alluded to the pricing, etc. And consumers often say that, you know, going the green route is expensive. And it is, um, you know, but but when you look at it from a long term point of view, uh, it, it's, it really uh, pays itself off. Now, is there a con concerted effort within the industry to make green energy more accessible and what role are you guys playing in this you know and I use this example from people and I say look they say let's say for example a solar system costs a hundred thousand rand right and I say if you put that money in the bank uh, the interest that you get versus the energy savings that you get uh, you know you can't compare the two I mean that's the example I use uh, but I'm sure you've got better examples to use but what, what is the industry doing to really uh, discuss and, and, and assure people, reassure people and, and get consumers on the right routing about energy and the fact that it is expensive, but it isn't expensive, if that makes sense. Yes, okay, it does, because uh, the, the capital cost to, to install a, a renewable system with storage can be a little uh, daunting. Um, because, well, let's face it, you know, the batteries are fairly expensive. Um, there's there's labor uh, components, uh, there's the solar panels. Um, but over the long term, you're, 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 you're saving a hand over fist. In fact, in, in, in many instances now, um, if you take a loan from the bank, let's say you extend your mortgage uh, or, or take a personal loan from the bank, the money you're paying back to the bank every month is actually less than what you would have been paying to your utility or to ESCOM, to your municipality. Um, so as long as you have access to funding, and that's what's key here, um, is the accessibility to funding solutions for renewable energy. And that has come a long way 
really it has. Um, when we first started, um, no one was interested in funding solar uh, projects, uh, let alone with batteries. Now, um, the banks are re all on board, um, you know, and the, the, the amount of money available from offshore as well uh, at, you know, at lower cost is increasing, um, mostly for commercial installations. Um, so there's, there's still a little bit of room uh, to improve the accessibility to funding and uh, the fundability, say, um, of, of residential projects. But there are certain partners of ours out there that do lease-to-own models. Um, so, you know, you're essentially leasing the product uh, and over a certain time frame, and then by the end of that time frame, you end up owning it. And that makes yes, the, yes. the initial capital, yeah, yeah, it makes it much more accessible to to the, the broader market. No, you're 100% right. And I'm, I looked at quite a few of those funding models, uh, and they certainly are quite appealing when you, uh, the, the, especially the lease to own part, because of the longevity of the lithium mine technology. I mean, that speaks volumes about, you know, how long you can use the technology for versus the traditional batteries that we spoke about earlier, which probably have a, a lifespan of three to four years or maximum five years, I would imagine. But lithium-ion is over double mm -hmm. that. So uh, maybe you can shed some light on, on, the, on the, uh, uh, the, the lasting, how long they last for. Yes, okay, absolutely. So lead-acid batteries, you know, you do get different qualities of them as well, but typically you're looking at uh, two to four years um, for, uh, for the lifespan of, uh, of these lead-acid batteries, um, especially if they're working hard in a load-shedding environment. And um, that compares to lithium batteries, which uh, typically last about uh, 13 to 15 years. So you've got um, this product, which suddenly now becomes bankable. Uh, that's the sort of buzzword. Um, because the product lasts longer than the term of the loan, and that's key. I mean, a bank doesn't want to be lending money uh, for the installation of a system uh, that uh, would need replacement before the loan is paid up. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's true. So yeah. Freedom One has distributed 203 megawatt hours of power since March this year, which is quite an achievement. Are you meeting your own targets and expectations? So, I'm very happy to say that of late, uh, we, we are. We've had a lot of uh, funding support. It's a very capital-intensive business. Um, and this funding support of late has really enabled us to, to, to uh, jumpstart the trajectory to another level. Um, over the years, it has always been a challenge to keep up with the demand. Um, and at certain times, we've had long lead times on our batteries as a result of spikes in demand. But uh, we have met our own, ex in, in fact, we've exceeded our own expectations this year uh, with phenomenal growth uh, in our uh, production capability. And it's actually even got to the point now where we are able to keep stock, which is uh, f fantastic for our customers because they don't have to plan weeks in advance to ensure their stock pipeline uh, like they've had to in the past. We've actually got... Uh, stock in our warehouse that we can dispatch uh, on order for most models now for smaller for the let's say for the smaller medium-sized battery systems right right okay well that's great news and mm -hmm. um, when we look at lithium-ion and you look at renewable energy and you look at the industries that can use this technology which industries have you identified 
as ideal for the use of renewable energy and why? And, and, and I say ideal because it sometimes doesn't work. If you've got you know, you know, machinery that draws high amounts of energy, you know, it's difficult to use renewable in that regard, but you can use it in other parts of your business. So tell us about what you've identified. What, are, what have you seen from an industry point of view? Yes, now this is a very, very good question you ask. Uh, there, there are certain industries that favor renewable adoption more than others. Now, the, the, the most obvious one uh, is industries that have high daytime loads and uh, relatively small nighttime loads. And, and, and let's, you know, mo most industrial, uh, or let's say commercial systems uh, would fit that bill. Um, and that's because the cost of solar energy is quite cheap, really. I mean, you could amortize it out uh, over the life of the solar panels to more or less 80 cents a kilowatt hour. Um, and, uh, and if you're generating solar and using it during the daytime, then that's really cheap energy. It's, it's fractions of the cost of the grid. Um, but uh, if you need to store it uh, and then use it out of the battery, so then the price jumps up uh, by virtue of the cost of the battery. Um, so you would, you would like in, in the optimal situation to have a relatively small battery that can get you through night and then uh, you know, a big solar array to, to run your, your big loads during the day. Now an example of this uh, is uh, the agricultural industry that's, that uses lots of power for irrigation. Um, mm -hmm. We have several really big projects um, that are running uh, commercial ir irrigation systems. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the pivot, which is a circular irrigation um, pipe that moves around and around in a circle and, and, and irrigates the crops. Um, yes. They pump the water out the out a local river or dam, and uh, they can focus on irrigating uh, mostly during the day. Um, they like to start at about... Uh, six in the morning and, and they can stop at about six in the evening and uh, you, you have a battery that supports the irrigation system in the mornings and, and, and afternoons and evenings um, and also supports the whole system to ensure a stable supply when there, if there's a bit of cloud that comes over and then most of the hard work is done by the solar so, so this is really really compelling because it, it, it fits well into that example I mentioned earlier where mm. your, uh, your cost of your loan to buy the system um, is, is actually less on a monthly basis than the cost of the energy you were paying to ESCOM. And, and, and as a bonus, you've got stable supply. Yes. Uh, you, you know, you, you don't ha you're not held to ransom by infrastructure problems um, or load shedding. Um, there's a, there's there's a really good case to be made for uh, for schools and and universities and office blocks and 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 even shopping malls um, because most of the loads are in the daytime. You know, we we of late have been doing really big systems for shopping malls that that can sustain the shopping mall uh, during load shedding, and and it also adds a massive advantage in that it keeps their solar. Uh, solar arrays running during load shedding, which otherwise would have to shut down, by the way. There, there's yes. lots of commercial buildings out there with sort of one or two or three megawatts of solar on the roof. And uh, the moment the grid is switched off, they, they, their whole investment switches off as well. Yeah. And uh, it's becoming more and more in demand with you know, the, the regularity of, of stage uh, three and stage four load shedding. 
to keep these solar panels doing what they need to do, and that's to generate power. And, and our systems allow that to happen because our system will take over the, the, the role of the grid um, and carry on as usual as if nothing happened, basically. Yeah, so and those, I, I are, those are some really yeah. cool Yeah, but I mean, uh, to your point, it's all about engineering, right? You've got to like understand what your needs mm. are, how you're going to use energy, and where you're using energy at different times of the day. And then you can, you can engineer that around that to provide the consistency you talk about. You know, you mentioned that 6 a.m. in the morning you start your water so you know what your patterns are going to be and I think that uh, that a lot of people sometimes don't often uh, look at their usage and engineer the alternative energies around that now I did see you've got a new product called the e-tower uh, which is your latest product offering uh, what is the e-tower and what are the mechanics about behind it Okay, so there was a lot of thought put behind the e-tower. We, we launched it late last year and it's been phenomenally successful. Um, it, it, it was specifically designed uh, to improve the accessibility on the, on the lower end of the residential uh, uh, solar backup and renewable plant uh, space because you can buy just the one battery to start with um, and uh, then stack it up. And stacking it up is so easy because it comes with the, all the accessories needed to, to, to stack them up into a tower uh, up to six high. And, uh, and, and that's 30 kilowatt hours. And you know, the versatility of being able to add on uh, as you can afford it um, has been very popular. And uh, we have, you know, we, we have a, a, a very solid stock holding of this product now, which means it's just flying off the shelves. Um, you know, and and uh, and we're supporting our distributors, uh, you know, with with short lead times, and uh, and and the resident, you know, the residents are really happy with the uh, the performance of the e tower and the versatility of it. I meant to mention, sorry, the e tower is a five kilowatt hour module, so oh, if you okay, stack it yeah, up well, six high, you get. To... Yeah. So that's <laughs> what I was going to ask you. That it, it, it's it, what's great about this is that it's it's scalable, right? So you can start at some point and then you can build up uh, to you know what you mentioned, uh, thirty kilowatt hours. I think you said. Yes, that's right. So um, there's a few important decisions to make uh, when designing a solar solution on a budget, um, and because the battery is the most expensive component. Um, it makes sense uh, to put up the panels you think you'll need long term and put in the battery inverter size you think you're going to need long term and then put in say one or two e-towers and then uh, a month or two down the line when you've monitored your consumption and, and, and would like more storage at night then you add another two or three in on, onto the tower. Okay, that makes sense. Um, when you look at what the yeah. other product offerings you guys have got, um, what are the other products that uh, are in demand right now and, and, and what your customers and what your consumers are using uh, and, and why are those products uh, in particular in demand? Well, I'm very glad you asked that question because the e-tower uh, really fits in at the smaller residential uh, solution. Uh, we've got an even smaller battery offering, which is our 12-volt lithium batteries, which uh, really, in, in terms of a load shedding support in a residential environment, they're, they're good for backing up your, your Wi-Fi and your laptop so you can continue to work um, with, during load shedding, and a few lights as well. 
Um, but of course, they're also very popular in the leisure industry. Um, so for uh, caravans, 4x4s, you know, that typical type of application. We have one model that's very popular for alarm backup batteries because you know, typically the, our, our, our solution will last sort of 15 years um, in an alarm backup, whereas the lead acid battery is being replaced every two or three. Um, yes. And um, yeah, and then, you know, uh, on, uh, sort of looking above the E-Tower a little bit, uh, we've got a, a home range we call the Freedom Light range. And uh, that's lithium to energy. It's an acronym. Um, and uh, we have a 10, a 15, and a 20, and a 30 kilowatt hour model um, in that space. Mm. Uh, and then we go into the business range, which has got 40, 60, and 80 kilowatt hour models. And, and then we have the commercial range, which starts at 100 kilowatt hours. And it's got various model sizes all the way up to 700 kilowatt hours. Okay. And what's quite unique about what Freedom One does it's because we have the, the flexibility in our production lines, we're able to produce multiple different models which most suit the application. Anthony, uh, my final question is, um, your growth has been quite extraordinary. You know, you look 18 months ago that uh, you guys had a staff complement of 70. You've now reached 310 employees, which is, uh, is quite a jump in 18 months. And you also mentioned earlier at the beginning how you guys have expanded and you know, you're, you've grown uh, to bigger premises, which is fantastic to hear. How on earth have you been able to achieve this in a climate where there's massive unemployment, job shedding is a reality for most, and you know, there's no hiding the fact that the economy is under severe strain. How have you managed to grow in this time period? So yes, uh, it is phenomenal really. If you, if you look at uh, the general market and uh, or state of the economy. Um, but it's, it's all come down to uh, Freedom One having a, a first mover advantage. We have a strong brand. Uh, we have really solid technology and, and, and a, a really mature value chain uh, all the way through. Um, and uh, it means that our products are considered to be the premium uh, on the market um, and they are very much in demand and this has also been spurred on of course by load shedding over the years and a lot of marketing from Freedom One to educate you know, our, our potential market base about the advantages of our products um, and in, in general of going green, you know, the, the advantages of, of mm. renewable energy. And, and this has really just kept our growth rate um, up at phenomenal rates, essentially doubling each year. And, uh, and, and, and along with that comes the need for employees. And, uh, to, you know, because we produce here, so every time we double our production, well, let's say our, our sales, we have to double our production, which means we double our employees. Uh, and that's how we've been able to achieve it. And, and I must say, uh, we, we were so glad we made that early decision to uh, support the South African economy with local manufacturing because we've just got such a wonderful team here at Freedom One um, and, and we've, had, we've had so much opportunity to uplift and, and skill people. You know, the, the, the industry is quite new so just about everyone that comes into Freedom One needs training um, uh, to perform their role and, and, and therefore they're immediately being uplifted to, to the next level. Oh, that's a great success story and uh, great to hear you guys are growing 
in, in this market and um, and the contributions you're making to renewable energy because we know at the moment with uh, with what's happening around the world with the COP summit that's on we know that we're in deep trouble we know that we've got to find alternative energy sources and of course we know the challenges that we face with energy in this country um, and we know that we have got sun and plentiful uh, sun coming in so let's make the best use of it anthony english the co-founder at freedom one thank you for joining us on what's next thank you Aki.